Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way. Tell me, girl, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way. Tell me, girl, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, yeah. You ain't gotta say shit, uh, down, 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 yeah. Say, you ain't gotta say shit, yeah. Say, cause I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way. Say, tell me, girl, I'm on the way, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way. Tell the girl, I'm on the way, I'm on the way. Don't know matter where you are, cause I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Had a conversation with Shorty, never met before. Damn, she looking good. She had a homegirl with her, but conversation led to another one. I'm talking to both like them, I don't really know who to choose. What's up, though? Niggas all on them trips. We be spending up them chips. Pulling up in them whips. Late nights, we would dip. You know we was rockin', we turned up all night, yeah. Scratches on my back, ain't no cushions action. Every time she around, it's going down, yeah. We all in the hotel room, scratches on my back, man, we on the walls. Niggas called downstairs like, man, this noise can't take too much more. Give it to me one time, one time. I'm about to beat it up, open the list so I can eat it up, cause I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way, say tell me girl I'm on the way, say I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, say tell me girl I'm on the way, say I'm on the way, yeah, you ain't gotta say shit, uh, going down, 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 yeah, you ain't gotta say shit, yeah, cause I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, say tell the girl I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, tell the girl I'm on the way, say I'm on the way, yeah, don't no matter where you are, cause I'm on the way, I'm on the way. Water whipping with the diamonds, goddamn me, you know that she shining. Know that she yelling the shit, and I was just trying to hit her up with perfect timing. Damn, I know she wanna live again. She was all on the live again. Shit, she so live again. Jump up on the pole, do it real quick, make a couple dollars in. Girl, I know you been on this here, girl, long time, time, time. And I know this thing here been all over your mind, mind, mind. Gonna get it in, yeah. This is her favorite song, hunting a friend, yeah. Matter of fact, y'all both can go open that door, y'all can come in, yeah. Me and my niggas, we got a hundred thousand wrapped in rubber bands, throwing it up. Couple of bitches checking us out, shit. You know we don't give a fuck. I need another one, purple and double cuffs, shit. I need another one, tell them to pull it up. Cause I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way, shit. Tell me, girl, I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way, say tell me girl I'm on the way, say I'm on the way, yeah, you ain't gotta say shit, uh, down, 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 yeah, say you ain't gotta say shit, yeah, say I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, say tell the girl I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, tell the girl I'm on the way, say I'm on the way, yeah, don't no matter where you are, cause I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, yeah. What's good, people? What's good? It is another episode of the Dope Content Podcast featuring your boy Dope Content, a.k.a. K. Lou. Welcome. We are back for another episode of Sports Talk with Dope, the Dope Content Show, Podcast, whatever you want to call it. We are back. So I told my Twitch people, that it will be more of these live episodes on Twitch, especially now that I'm part of this Sports Accelerated team on Twitch. So shout out to everybody that's part of that as well. So we go talk a little NBA, we go talk a little WNBA. But before we get into that, you know I got to give you another game update for the people that play Madden. So we have another Madden update. So we go going to hit. We're going to. Excuse me, I'm stumbling today. <laughs> We are going to go ahead and watch the latest update on Madden, and then we're going to get your thoughts on that. What's up, everyone? Quinn Oldenburg here, gameplay producer of Madden NFL 22. Today, I'm thrilled to bring you some details on Madden 22's all-new dynamic game day feature and the three components that combine to create it. You'll also learn about core gameplay improvements, including player movement, catching, blocking, and tackling. Let's get into it. Dynamic Game Day is a next-gen feature that delivers on the raw energy and emotion of NFL game days through three core components, 
game day atmosphere, game day momentum, and next-gen stats star-driven AI. Dynamic Game Day deepens the gameplay experience through new levels of strategy, unique storytelling, and immersive stadium atmospheres. It also makes every snap and every game feel like a new challenge and impacts gameplay across every mode. Let's dive into the details, starting with Game Day Atmosphere. Game Day Atmosphere enhances every game of Madden 22 by bringing to life the unique characteristics and personality of each NFL stadium, as well as the real-world emotion, intensity, and fun of Game Day. Some examples of how atmosphere can impact gameplay include crowd noise making it tougher for the quarterback to hear a call or make an audible at the line, or a receiver to miss a hot route just like they might in real life. This all ties into the next component of Dynamic Game Day, an all-new game mechanic called Game Day Momentum. Game Day Momentum allows you to feel the highs and lows of the momentum swings of every game with the performance-based momentum meter and its in-game perks known as M-Factors. As momentum is gained and lost, M-Factors will affect teams in unexpected ways. Some M-Factor impacts include leaving a kicker in the ice state, receiver icons going missing, or making a hot route become more difficult to perform. We're also introducing home field advantage in Madden 22. Every NFL stadium in the game features a unique M-Factor that, when triggered, can unlock a special boost created for each NFL team's environment. The home team will always have one extra M-Factor in the momentum meter, simulating the difficulty of winning on the road in the NFL. These unique M-Factors will be the first to unlock when a momentum shift happens. Here are some examples of the effects of home field advantage in different stadiums. Now, onto the third component of Dynamic Game Day, next-gen stats star-driven AI. Over the last two years, more than 80% of games have been played against the CPU. By leveraging the NFL's next-gen stats, we've upgraded AI player behaviors and team tendencies so that single-player games will feel just as deep and meaningful as playing against other humans. For individual AI players, next-gen stats are now used to drive player tendencies like these. Yeah. For Team AI, each team will have its own personality, play calling style, and team tendencies, all driven by next-gen stats. For example, defenses like the Steelers who like to blitz will challenge your pocket presence on offense. Playing against a run-heavy team like the Ravens will be a completely different experience than playing the pass-heavy Bills. In Play Now and Franchise, these tendencies will evolve all season long as team stats change, either in the real world or within your franchise sim, so that each game will feel as fresh as each week in the NFL season. Next up, core gameplay improvements. We've gone even deeper with next-gen player movement this year, making players even more authentic and explosive in their movements and interactions, and added more nuance, context, and intelligence. In addition to more route running and player speed data, you'll also see the following. And that's not all. Expect more control when it comes to catching, like independent player battles for balls in the air, improved sideline catch flip detection, and more control and responsiveness in turning up the field after a catch. Tackling improvements include big bruising ball carriers will be more likely to fall forward in tackles, whereas smaller, more agile ball carriers will not be picking up those extra yards. And we improve blocking too. Passing pockets will form deeper and faster around the quarterback and expect run-blocking momentum enhancements like more animation variety while opening up dynamic running lanes, ensuring momentum is properly reflected on both sides of the ball. Thanks for spending your time with us to learn more about Dynamic Game Day in Madden NFL 22. Stay tuned to EA Sports Madden NFL 22 channels for more information on the game ahead of the worldwide launch on August 20th, 2021. All right, so that's some updated information on Madden. It looks good. It looks good. It sounds good. But y'all know how it is with Madden. We'll see when the actual game come out. Uh, what up, Dillian? What up, Liz? Appreciate y'all joining. So doing a sports podcast today live, which, you know, I got to do more of now. 
on Twitch. So, uh, appreciate y'all joining, man. So, yeah, we just played the latest, I guess, trailer for Madden, which dove into gameplay and franchise and crowd, which it's about time they start using some of this stuff. They was doing this stuff on, like, NCAA 14, 2014, and they just now adding it to Madden. Like, it's 2021. So, it is what it is. We'll see how it works. Hopefully, it's good. Um, it looks like it's a lot of improvements to the franchise mode. So, shout out to them for that. Um, I wanted to do more WWE games and AEW games. But, we haven't heard anything about really either. Especially WWE. only thing we know is Cesaro and Rey Mysterio is going to be playable. It's going to hit different. And... It's coming out one day. <laughs> That's all we know about that. That's all we know about that. So, um, as far as game previews, I'm gonna start giving you guys more of that before I get into the sports on the shows. Um, also, I forgot to mention earlier. Thanks to everybody that's listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Shout out to y'all. Um, to the ones that's watching on YouTube when I post it on YouTube. Shout out to y'all. Dope content is on all platforms, all social media platforms. Um, and we also have our website, dopecontent.com, where you can get your merch and things like that. So to anybody that's supporting dope content, shout out to y'all. So let's get right into it, man. We're going to start off. Let's start off with the WNBA. We have the All-Star list has been announced for the um, WNBA. The All-Star game is July 14th, I believe. Um, so let's go ahead and pull that up real quick. So yes, the All-Star, WNBA All-Star is July 14th in Vegas. So shout out to WNBA. Alright, so it looks like they have changed the format of the game. So the format is going to feature the WNBA All-Stars versus the USA women's basketball team. So that might be interesting right there. Then you got um, Sue. I'm sorry. You got Tarasi. Man, she's still making All-Stars. She might be the GOAT. Tarasi is a 12-time, 10-time All-Star. Sue Bird is a 12-time All-Star. The coaches are Lisa Leslie and Tina Thompson. I love both of them. And then they're going to honor... The 1996 USA Women's Basketball National Team. So, shout out to that. Appreciate you, Lizzo, putting the come, putting the Discord and Twitch and all that in the information for the people. So, let's get to the roster. Let's get to the roster. And then we go check in on my um, predictions that I made early in the season about them as well. So, let's get into the roster. So we got Liz Cambridge, Dewana Bonner. This is Team WNBA. Um, Rihanna Jones, Arike, Agumba Wale, Candace Parker, Satu Sabli. You got Vander Sloot, Courtney Williams. You got Beth. I don't even know how she say her name. I never say her name right. B. Laney. <laughs> I never say her name right. Some of these names are ridiculous in the WNBA. Um, then you got the Erica Hamby, which I honestly don't know who that is, but she's obviously cold because she made it to the All-Star game. So shout out to her. I can't even lie and say I know who she played for. But hey, it is what it is. Versus the U.S. women's team, the team that will be going and representing the U.S. in the Olympics. Ariel Atkins, Sue Bird, Tina Charles. You got um, Kalia. Skylar Diggins, Sylvia Foles, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Griner. That's a dope team right there. Joelle Lord, Brianna Stewart, Tarasi, and AJ Wilson. Oh, wrong button. I'm a little sleepy this morning. So shout out to the to the teams. This might be a dope game, actually. It will be a dope game. I'm not even gonna say might. With all these people there playing, I like the way they doing it too. Um, the Team USA versus the WNBA All-Stars. I like that. I like that. That's pretty dope. So, shout out to them for that. I will be watching. 
So let's get into my predictions, man. So earlier in the season, when the season first started, I picked my eight teams to make the playoffs. It was the Dallas Wings, Chicago Sky, Washington Mystics, Seattle Storm, Phoenix Mercury, Vegas, Minnesota, and Connecticut. So let's check into these stats and these standings to see how I'm looking right now. Let me see if we can get it pulled up. So again, my eight teams, Dallas Wings, Chicago Sky, Washington, Mystics, Seattle, Storm, Phoenix, Mercury, Vegas, Minnesota, and Connecticut. Those are my teams. Let's see who the top eight are. Phoenix, check. Dallas, check. New York, I did not pick them. I thought Washington would be better than New York. Minnesota, check. Chicago, check. Connecticut, check. Seattle, check. Vegas check. So right now, I'm seven for eight. I just need Washington to step it up. So I'm looking pretty good right now. I'm seven for eight right now. I'm seven for eight right now. So um, Vegas doing their thing. Twelve and four. Seattle twelve and four. Connecticut eleven and five. I did not want to believe the hype in New York, but I mean, right now they still doing their thing. But I need the Dallas Wings to step up. I need Phoenix step up. I thought Phoenix would be a top two team. And they seven and eight. So I don't know what's going on with that. But uh Phoenix and Dallas, I need them to do a little better. Dallas is a young team. They losing games. They should have no business losing, but it's a learning process. It's a learning process in there. So I'm not even gonna get too mad. As long as they make the playoffs, I'm pretty good with Dallas. So but Phoenix is shocking me with this record. I thought Phoenix had the best roster or at least top two roster in the league, and they're seven and eight. So I'm pretty shocked by that. So anyway, shout out to WNBA. I wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way. For the All-Stars and the standings, we're going to move on from that. So let's get into the NBA playoffs. As y'all know, it's still going along. Um, the Phoenix Suns have just advanced to the Western Conference. I'm sorry, to the NBA Finals. So shout out to Phoenix, man. And matter of fact, since I'm on Phoenix, let's let's get Phoenix pulled up so y'all can see exactly what happened last night and why they advanced. So, I don't know if that's too bright. I don't know if that's too bright for y'all. If it is, I apologize. Um, But we have the Phoenix Suns taking out the LA Clippers 130 to 103. Man, when I say Chris Paul turned it up at the end, it wasn't even close. Chris Paul went into a whole nother level. He turned back the clock. Um, Jay Crowder gave you 19 points, five rebounds. And then you had DeAndre Aiden, 16 points, 17 rebounds. Chris Paul turning the clock back. 41 points, eight assists, four rebounds. Devin Book only gave you 22 seven rebounds he really wasn't needed the bench didn't give you much uh you got seven was the highest off the bench for for uh phoenix then you get to the clippers morris had 26 he had a good game pat bell gave you 11 richie jackson disappeared gave you 13 paul george kind of disappeared gave you 21 demarcus cousins got 12 points and got ejected And then that was pretty much it for them. Rondo did not play, and I'm not understanding why. Like, is Rondo hurt? Does anybody, if if anybody watching, do you know anything about Rondo? Is he hurt? Like, what's the deal with Rondo? Why is he not playing? Why did he not play this series? I, like, I can't understand that at all. Rondo did not play this series. I did not see him. I didn't see him last. He definitely didn't play last night, as you just saw. But to my memory, I didn't. I don't remember seeing him at all. And I always thought Rondo did a great job on Chris Paul. So it's kind of shocking that he did not play. So does anybody know if he's injured? Because that I don't know. Does anybody know if he's injured or not? I just can't understand why Rondo did not play at all. Especially considering he's a championship point guard that 
you know hold on this is about to play a video let me exit out of there real quick yeah so this guy's a this guy's an NBA point guard what up Elijah how you doing man now nah, we ain't talking wrestling right now I'm trying to say that for the podcast with darkness I I want to talk wrestling but I I try to save that for when I get darkness on the stream with me so we're talking sports man we're talking sports so uh it might be more wrestling talk though later on Elijah but I'm sticking to the format right now so but yeah Chris Paul didn't play I can't understand why and what's crazy is I remember getting on the podcast the other day or last week and saying it was just time for Giannis it was Giannis time so I was like hey LeBron out the playoffs Kawhi's injured uh, KD, Harden, and all them out the playoffs. It's Giannis time. Now to think about it, the whole, it might be Chris Paul time to think about it because Chris Paul, everybody that the Suns have played had an injured star. Anthony Davis was hurt in the first series when they beat the Lakers. Um, there was no Jamal Murray for Denver when they beat Denver. And now when they got to the Clippers, Kawhi was hurt. So it just might be and now in the east which we're about to get into that let, let me go ahead and pull them up by the way in the east we have the eastern conference finals going on but Giannis and trey is hurt so even if they win whoever win phoenix might be playing a team without they star or if they do come back they're not gonna be 100 percent. so it just might be chris paul time instead of Giannis. i said it was Giannis. It might be Chris Paul time. And it was kind of hard to believe because Chris Paul, bad stuff normally always happens to him. Like he finds ways to lose, get injured, get sick with the COVID, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, but everything is falling in line for him now. Again, Anthony Davis was hurt first round. Jamal Murray was hurt second round. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was hurt this round. And now he might face a Bucks team without Giannis or a Hawks team without Trey. <laughs> so I guess you get it how you get it, I guess, man. But um anyway, we got the Bucks and the Hawks tonight. That series is tied 2-2. And again, Giannis was hurt. Giannis was injured, injured his knee, no structure, damage. Trey stepped on the ref's foot, which it was just crazy. And his foot is all messed up. He might play tonight. He might not. We'll see. I'm not the guy to give you the heads up on that. I guess we got to have to watch ESPN or whatever for that. Or watch the Hawks profile. So, shout out to the, the Suns. And shout out to the Bucks and Hawks. I still got the Bucks winning the series in seven. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I still think that the Bucks should beat Atlanta. Just my opinion. Um, I had the Clippers beating the Suns, but I would gladly be wrong on that because I'm a Mavs fan. We don't like the Clippers. <laughs> so we, we really don't like Chris Paul either, but I'd rather watch Phoenix over the Clippers any day in the final. So I, I gladly take the L on that. So <laughs> I'm glad I ain't bet. I can tell you that I'm glad I didn't bet so uh, shout out to Phoenix Phoenix get the rest again because this series will go seven in my opinion and I think the Bucks is going to take it hopefully Giannis come back hopefully Trey come back no excuses for either team and speaking of Trey I'm kind of getting tired of the stuff that I'm seeing from people we already did this Trey versus Luca thing I already did my stats I gave you the stats of their careers I'm not going to go into that again, honestly. But it's people that like to argue with me on Facebook. And they believe every single thing that they see on ESPN first take. Even on Undisputed on Fox Sport. And I'm like, do y'all realize that is a show? It's a debate show. They're going to say stupid things at times. Just to have a debate. And one of the stupid things that was said was Ken, well Kendrick Perkins say stupid stuff all the time so anytime Kendrick Perkins is on 
I turn the TV from first day. I can't listen to Kendrick Perkins. Just the way he talked and how he talked, like he was just this, you know, star. Kendrick Perkins say the dumbest things, but Kendrick actually mean what he say. And that makes it even worse. <laughs> so let's get into what Kendrick Perkins had to say about Luca and Trey Young and why it kind of pissed me off. So let's get right into it. Uh, let me find him. Let me see if y'all can hear that. The Mavericks have an agreement. Oh, what a finish by Trey Young. Fires one more dagger. Straight away, free both Luka Doncic and Trey Young have put up big numbers to start their NBA careers, but Luka has the edge in points per game, rebounds per game, and has helped lead his team to a better record through three seasons. But Trey has emerged as a superstar this postseason, leading the Hawks to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, some are questioning who would be the better player to start a franchise with. Now, Perk, I have a feeling who you're going to choose just based on your opinions in the past, but who would you start a franchise with, Luka Doncic or Trey Young? Oh, me? We start with me? I'm going with Luka. Oh, no, I said Perk. I thought you said Perk, yeah. Go ahead, oh, no. No, go ahead, Dominique. I want to I hear what you got to say. Go ahead. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough decision because they both are great, and I think Trey Young right now is my favorite player to watch, mostly because he does the ice tray and because he bowed in Madison Square Garden. He got all the attitude that I want in my best player. But I'm going to go with Luka in large part because of NBA history. Like, he's a big guy who can play uh, the point guard position, and that's what tends to win. It's not necessarily big guys that can play point guard position, but when your best player on the team is a big dude over 6'5", that's what wins championships in this league. That's the history. It's hard to argue against anything that Trey Young is doing and the, how deep they've made it into the playoffs this year. He's obviously doing better in the playoffs than Luka's ever done. But the first three years of Luka's career, he's been playing like a very mature veteran. I don't know if that's how he behaves in the locker room or around the team. That's a whole nother conversation. But on the court, he seems to make most of the right decisions. He seems comfortable in all these situations. He needs to get better on defense, obviously, but he's a big guy who can get his shot off at any moment. And that's why I would go with him because there's really very little. We show, we show the stats. There's very little difference statistically in what you're going to get from either of these point guards. So I defer to size, which might be a bit of a weak argument, but I don't know where else to go with this one, Perk. Well, I'm going to tell you why I'm going with it. If I'm a GM and I'm starting a franchise, I'm taking Ice Trey. You know why? Because I know one thing. I'm going to keep my job. I'm not going to walk away or get fired or let go. See, right now what's going on in Dallas, we don't know what's going on. Remember the coaches that. is walking away. The general managers, the front office, it's a disaster over there. And that goes to show me that something is going on in that locker room with their star player. When it comes down to Ice Trey, I'm looking at what he's doing and how he's doing it. Not only is he getting buckets, but it looks like to me, guys love playing with him. I can't say the same for Luka. Porzingis look highly upset. Josh Richardson looks highly upset. Like the difference between the two is that Trey could get his, get others involved, and he could take a back seat and let others rock out. When I watch Luca, Luca has the ball in his hands 20 of the 24 seconds of the shot clock, and then he's passing the ball to a teammate and putting them in a bad position and saying, just catch and shoot. Trey Young, it feels like it's a joy to play with him. Yeah. So I'm going with Trey Young. Right now, what he's doing and got the Hawks to the Eastern Conference Finals, and, and I'm a GM, I'm keeping my job. All right, so let's stop. He said he's going with Trey. Hey, what's up, kid? Appreciate you coming through. So, so let's stop right there. He said he's going with Trey because he know he'll keep his job and he know that people want to play with Trey and it's fun to play with Trey, right? Yeah, that's what he said. Then he said um, KP looks mad and Josh Richardson, who nobody cares for in Dallas, looks upset. Um, Josh Richardson, Perth, was upset because his playing time went away in the playoffs. That's why he was mad. He's not mad because he's playing with Luka. He's mad at Rick Carlisle, who we got rid of. 
Porzingis was mad. He came out and said he's mad at how they was using him in offense and the plays that was called for him this year in the playoffs in the offense. He didn't feel like he was being used as a star. Lucas said we feel like we, I, I feel like we should have got KP involved more. Now, as far as them being friends, they not best of friends. Luca was mad at KP for that time he went to that LA strip club and snuck out. Luca was pissed off about that. And they don't have the best friendship on the court. But KP said, and Luca said, the play calling is what they was really mad at. Perk. Now, with that said, let's 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 get into something else. People love to play with Trey Young. And what else he say? Oh, he know he'll keep his job with Trey Young, right? That's what that's what he said. Let's let's pull up an article then. Let's let's pull up article um article. I'm stumbling all over my words today. <laughs> Alice, what's good? So this is an article from this year. The Atlanta Hawks have had turbulent have had a turbulent season, faced with injuries and issues behind the scenes. The franchise entered the All-Star break with a 16-20 record. They've also dismissed head coach Lord P- uh, Pierce. Fired. Right there. Let's, let's read that again. They've also dismissed head coach Lord Pierce. Didn't Perk just say he'll know he keep his job? <laughs> I could have sworn Perk just said he know he'll keep his job. But during the All-Star break, the coach of Trey Young was fired. So that's out the window. Let's go, let's keep it going. John Collins is one Hawk star who has been involved in such issues, having button heads on several occasions with point guard Trey Young. Hello, John Collins is the second star. He wanted to be traded. For, and he didn't get along with Trey Young, but Trey is the guy that's fun to play with, right, Perk? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. These are—I'm giving you facts. These are facts. Perk just be talking, and I got people online arguing with me. To my, I believe everything Perk said, cause Rick Carlisle got out of there, and um, Danny Nelson is not there no more, and and um. Um, Porzingis was upset, so you know, Perk is right. People rather play with Trey Young than Luca. <laughs> These are the people I have to argue with on social media to the point I'm like, I'm just done arguing with y'all. Because even when I hit them with facts, with this article, and it was another article I hit them with, they still they kept arguing. They like arguing with me because I don't have ESPN by my name, I have DK. I have dope content. I don't have ESPN or Fox Sports. So they feel like they get arguing me down. Even when I hit them with the facts in your face. There's no article saying that um, poor Zingas wanted to be traded. There's no article saying Rick Carlisle got fired. Rick Carlisle stepped down because Dundee Nelson was gone. Dundee Nelson, it, it was just time to leave. I'm sorry. Rick Carlisle, it was just time to leave. It's been 10 years and we haven't won a first round playoff series since 2011. Rick Carlisle has two um, playoff series in 13 years past the first round. It's time to go. It's time for fresh faces. That's all it is. Donnie Nelson failed on multiple occasions to put a roster behind Dirk and behind um, Luca, it's time to go. Like we've been mediocre and below for the past ten years. It's time to change. At that point, so everybody talking about, oh, it's Luca's fault that um, these coaches are gone and getting fired in GM. No, like everybody is turning over. Chauncey Billups just got hired in Portland. Like, coaches lose their jobs every four or five years. Carlisle has been here for 13. And we got two successful playoffs. (laughs) Like, two playoffs out of 13 years past first round. And then again, going back to this whole Atlanta thing, I'm I'm giving you proof. John Collins wanted to be traded 
earlier this year. They coach actually got fired. They were 16 and 20. People like to live in the moment. That's all it is. People live in the moment and they they quick to forget like real life stuff. Yes, Atlanta is winning right now. Good job to Atlanta. Shout out to Nate McMillan because he's the reason. Shout out to Nate. That's the real reason they winning. Trey has always been the same player. But everybody else wasn't doing what they supposed to be doing until they got Nate McMillan involved. So, anyway, I did my vent. Let's let's see if old boy has something else to say to Perk. But that that's my vent right there. That's my response to Perk. Because he embraces the role of winning and team guy. He's a team guy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, Trey Young has a different head coach now than he did at the beginning of the season. Thank There's, you. So I don't know how, how secure your job would be if you're there with Trey Young either. But I do understand everything you're saying. You left out my man uh, from University of Maryland, old Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, uh, who, who can cook too. They give him the ball and let him work. So I'm with you on all of that. But I think the difference is Luka holds the ball because they don't have those guys. Like Porzingis is not the player oh. that he was. Uh, it, then, and uh, I guess Hardaway is the guy you would want to give, but Hardaway is not the player that they have down in it in Atlanta. So I think that's what it boils down to. Maybe Porzingis in another situation will be different. Neither of us know. Maybe he'll be in a situation. Maybe no matter what, he'll always play like James Harden did in Houston. But we see that James Harden has found another way to play in with the Nets. So I'm thinking that Luka can well, do that in the right situation with the right players around him. That's all. Exactly. Well. Well, you talked about big guards, and you talked about, oh, you got to be over 6'5", and that's what's going to win you games and keep your franchise above water. Did Steph Curry die? Because last time I checked, he's only about 6'2". Okay, so when I look at Trey Young, he, he's also a guy that's a smaller guard, but he's a four-level le scorer. Anytime you have to make an adjustment of sending two guys to trap a guy and it's not in the pick-and-roll coverage, that means you have something special. Yeah, we'll talk about something special. Young has started each series this postseason, averaging 38.3 points per game in the three game ones that he's played in. That's the most in NBA history, and I have to say, he is very, very fun to watch. So I look forward to seeing what he does with the rest of his career. Okay, guys, let's move on. We're going to... Oh, shout out to Charlie, by the way. Y'all see who that is? My wrestling fans, Charlie Caruso, Charlie Arnold, whatever her name is now. Y'all see she went on over to ESPN doing her thing. So for all my WWE fans that's wondering where Charlie's been, there she go right there. So shout out to Charlie. But man, uh, I didn't have much to get into today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. Um, I appreciate everybody that's watching live on Twitch, everybody that's listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, everybody that's watching on YouTube when I do post it on YouTube. Shout out to y'all. Make sure you follow dope content, all social media platforms. What a message! All um, social media platforms Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Instagram, um, and more. <laughs> I can't even think of all of them right now. When I say I woke up super early, went to bed super late, but I had to make sure I get this stream in because I have to now to, you know, keep up with my part of the deal with Twitch. Um, so, yeah. I want to keep it short and sweet. Didn't have much to talk about. Oh, Yes, I did. One more thing. I'm sorry. Because I normally do this um, around this time. It's the 1st of July, which... Jeez, man. I normally do my early NFL predictions. And I like to do them early before training camp start. So if I end up being right, I look great. <laughs> so we going to do that real quick. Let me get it pulled up. Um... We're going to pick each division, the division winners for each division. That's, what, that's how we do it. So I know the people that's new to dope content and you haven't watched since the Brooklyn 214 podcast days, 
we normally pick each winner, each division winner in July. So we're gonna we're gonna do that right now. Let me get it pulled up. Get perk off the screen. Bye perk. Uh, let's see if I got it. If I can get it to show up, hold on. Don't give me, don't give me no problems, OBS. Alice in Wonderlands, how your day going? My guy Lizard the message. How y'all day going so far, man? Why I get this pulled up? Ooh, this internet acting slow today. Ah, I could have left it alone. I didn't know it was popping up on the screen. There you go. All right, so we have each division pulled up. And what I'm going to do now, and you can type it in the comment section as well so I can remember you guys. And if you get most of them right, let's do that. If you're watching right now on Twitch and on YouTube, we're going to go through each division. I'm going to remember your comments. If at the end of the season you get the most right, I got a free gift coming your way. I'm going to need your mailing address and everything because I'm going to send it right to you. I'm doing good, Alice. I appreciate you stopping by. So y'all ready? Y'all ready? I know it's a little delay on Twitch, so I'm going to give you a little time to pick. Um, so we have the AFC East. Even if you don't know football, if you just want to pick a team that you think is going to win the division, just write it down in the comment section. AFC East. We got the Buffalo Bills. Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets. Who do y'all have winning the, the division? Me personally, the easy way out is Buffalo because they went 13-3 last year. Very good team, very good quarterback. Um, but I think Miami takes a leap forward. And I think New England is going to be a little bit better than last year, too. So, honestly, I'm taking Miami to win that division. Lizard say the Dolphins. All right, we go remember that. We go remember all that. If you get them right, most of them right, by the end of the season, I got some stuff. And it ain't going to be just like a shirt. I'm going to send you, I'm gonna send you a good package worth of stuff for getting the predictions right. So, I got Miami winning the AFC East. Um, this year, I just think they go take a step forward. Well, actually, it depends on what they do with Xavier Howard, because, like I said, a previous a previous podcast, he wants to get traded, or he's going to sit out because Byron Jones is making two million more than him. <laughs> but for the time being, I'm gonna take the Miami Dolphins. AFC North got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Y'all know me. It's Ravens flock all day. I'm going to be biased on that. I'm sorry. Cleveland is a smart pick. Cleveland is a smart pick, but I'm taking Baltimore. I'm a homer. I'm a Baltimore homer on that. So I'm never choosing anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, facts, Lizzie. He definitely needs to earn that check. So I'm taking Baltimore in the AFC North. Who y'all got? I know it's a delay, so I'm gonna give you a little time to give you a little time to get the Steelers. Oh my God! All right, listen. I'm gonna have to take away your mod privileges. All right, and if you guys catch this late and you watching on YouTube, leave the comments on the YouTube video, and I have you saved. So, AFC South. Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville. I mean, ooh, that's that's kind of tough. But with Tennessee getting Julio Jones, I got to take Tennessee. 
I got to take Tennessee for the AFC South. I'll give y'all a little time to comment. The Colts is a good team. Colts a good team, but I think Tennessee getting Julio is just going to keep them above them. They both had 11-5 record last year. So, but I trust Julio more than I do um, Carson Wentz. So, Tennessee it is for me. What up, Lance? AFC West. <laughs> we ain't there yet, Alice. AFC West. We got the Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. To me, this might be the toughest division in the NFL right now. Because I like all four teams. All four of them are going to be good next year, in my opinion. But I want to say the Chargers so bad. But you can't you can't argue with the you can't argue with the Chiefs. You just can't go against the Chiefs. I want to say the Chargers. Look out for the Chargers. But I think the Chiefs still take that. So we got you on that one. So now the NFC East, my other home division, Washington, New York, Dallas, and Philly. Uh, Washington won last year with a 79 record. I mean, that division was horrible last year. This year is going to be better. Washington still got a great team, great defense. It's just, it depends on what Fitzpatrick do. I don't know if I can trust him. I mean, he's better than Alex Smith, in my opinion, but I don't know. I don't know. What up, TLD? How you doing, man? So right now, TLD, we are picking division winners, early predictions for the NFL. And if you get the most of them right, I will send you um, a package full of stuff. It'll be like gift cards, shirts, stuff like that. So if you want to get your comments in on each division and you, you came in late, put them on YouTube or put them in this chat section now on Twitch so right now we did all the AFC now we in the NFC so NFC East I'm gonna be a homer man just like I was with the Ravens I got the Cowboys winning the NFC East but do not sleep on the Giants I know everybody's got Washington with that dominant defense but don't sleep on the Giants this year and I hate the Giants. I hate the Eagles. But I think the Giants is going to be way better. It really depends on it really depends on their quarterback, Daniel Jones. But if Daniel Jones can be decent, they have a good team. The Giants have a good team. So I got Dallas winning the division. And then there's going to be a tough fight between Washington and New York or who's going to make the playoffs. I think those three teams are going to be good this year. So... Lizard got Washington bet. Alright. You you picking all the rival teams, Lizard. What's wrong with you, man? NFC North. Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers or not. So this is kind of tough. Um I think Justin Fields is gonna end up starting in Chicago. Then Minnesota has a nice team with Dalvin Cook. I you can't trust Kirk Cousins as at quarterback. Detroit, I never put faith in Detroit because they never do anything. Uh, so I'm eliminate them. It's really, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is playing or not, man. That's that's the thing. That's the tough thing about this division. Lizzo say he got to go with the Packers. That's your home team. We ain't at the, we ain't there yet, Alice. So, uh, let's see. I don't know, man. It really depends on if Aaron Rodgers play or not, man. Because if Aaron Rodgers don't play, I feel like Chicago could take the the um, division if Aaron Rodgers don't play. If Aaron Rodgers do play, it's Green Bay all day. So, it really depends on Aaron Rodgers. We might have to come back to that one. So, cause we don't know what's going to happen <laughs> with that. And then New Orleans, we got... I'm sorry, the NFC South, we got New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons. No Drew Brees in New Orleans. Jameis Winston is most likely the starter. Tampa Bay got 
everybody back from their Super Bowl team. Uh, Carolina got a couple of improvements. Uh, we'll see what Sam Dono is really about. Atlanta, no Julio. But they did get the tight end out of Florida. They still have Matt Ryan. Their defense is... They still got some players on defense with Jones and them. Um, yeah, I got to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay got to win NFC South. I mean, I'll be foolish to go against them right now, especially considering everybody else in the division. So I got Tampa Bay winning NFC South. So that's that's pretty simple. That's probably the easiest one so far <laughs> to predict. Um, then we got last, we have the NFC West. Alice already said the Rams. You got the Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, San Francisco. Another tough division. Um, I agree with you, Alice. I think the Rams, I think the Rams take that division next year. They got Matt Stafford at quarterback now. I think he's a little bit better than Jerry Goff. Um, so yeah, and then their defense is solid. They got a running game with Cam Akers. Um, you can't beat Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the same squad. So they got a nice little team, man. I'm going to take the Rams for that division over the Seahawks because the Seahawks got issues right now with their quarterback, Russell Wilson. So, you know, you, you really don't know what's going to happen there either. It's almost like a Green Bay situation. I think Russell plays in Seattle. But, you know, that's a tough situation. So, Lizard and everybody else that voted, go ahead and put your teams down, all of them down, in the comment section at one time, all in one chat, in one comment. So, AFC East, I got I took the Dolphins. We'll do like wild card and stuff like that later on once the football season starts. AFC East, I took the Dolphins. AFC North, I took the Ravens. AFC South, I took the Titans. AFC West, I took the Chiefs. NFC East, I took the Cowboys. NFC North, depending on Aaron Rodgers, which I think he's not going to play for Green Bay, so I'm going to take Chicago. NFC North, I'm going to take Chicago. Uh, just because of Aaron Rodgers. Now, if Aaron Rodgers play, I'm going to switch that. <laughs> NFC South, I'm going to take Tampa. NFC West, I'm going to take the Rams. So that's the early predictions for the NFL that we normally do around July every year. So as the season go along, we will be staying updated with the people y'all pick. So you better hope these teams win. And outside of that, that was pretty much it, man. There's nothing else I wanted to get into sports-wise. Um, shout out to Chauncey Billups for being the new head coach of Portland. Shout out to him. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's not that much going on outside of what y'all already know. I had to vent on Kendra Perkins a little bit for that stupid take because I got people on Facebook arguing with me about that. And I got proof that he's wrong but you know people gonna still argue with me that's that's what they're gonna do so you know it is what it is on that shot fired at them I guess but I appreciate y'all coming through man much love to y'all everybody on Apple Spotify Google um, Podcast shout out to y'all everybody that's watching on YouTube we're almost to a thousand again I think we're like nine away from a thousand on YouTube. I think we're nine away now. So that we lost a lot of people. We lost like 20, 30 people once we stopped doing the wrestling. Subscribers on YouTube. But now it went back up to like 991, something like that. So shout out to the people, the real ones, like that support. Uh, we're almost to a thousand on YouTube. Uh, we lost followers on Twitch, y'all know what that is. Hell, one of the followers was on the second page last night, and I'm like, oh, you one of the ones that disappeared on us. 
Because he was like, oh, yeah, I used to follow the dope content page. I was like, oh, yeah, you used to follow the page. Now you're following the other page. But whatever. I'm not even going to trip on that page. I got what I wanted from that page. That second page is, that's an affiliate page. I'm good. I got what I wanted. So I don't even care what happens over there <laughs> with the with the flakes and all that stuff. So, but yeah, um, we got a Madden update. No WWE 2K update yet. No AEW game update. <sighs> Something needs to come up. I don't even know. I feel bad for 2K low key because I know they scrambling their brains right now trying to figure out what they gonna do with the roster because every two weeks or once a month 10 people get cut <laughs> so I know they scrambling their brains trying to figure out what to do with their video game man I'm, I'm pissed off that they said that it's not gonna be for the new gen it's gonna be it's made for the Xbox one and the PlayStation 4 but of course you can play it on the new gen it's been two years you're not gonna make a new gen version of the game so that's that turned me off right there so we'll see what they do man hopefully it's good anyway hopefully it's good anyway but to hear that they're not making a new gen version of the game sucks that's part of the reason i got a new gen i want new gen games so i appreciate everybody coming through once again um if you have a video game or a sports topic that you want me to hit, um, go to my Discord and put it there, or go to my Twitter and put it there. Lizard has the Discord link. For some reason, he finds it way better than I can. <laughs> so, um, Lizard, if you can put that Discord link in the chat, go ahead and do that. Um, and if you can't, if you're not on Discord, go to my Twitter. And just leave suggestions. Whatever video game you want me to preview like I did with Madden. Um, I was supposed to do boxing for King. But I forgot. And I don't even think King is on this chat right now anyway. So um, I'll make sure to do that next time. That boxing game. Because I told King there's a new boxing game coming out. That's going to be dope. Oh, shout out to the NCAA. Players can now get paid in the NCAA for their likeness and things like that. Finally. So hopefully that means we get an NCAA football game back within the next year or two. I wish it was this year or next year, but I guess we got to deal with Madden again. But as soon as NCAA come back out, I'm done with Madden. I'm going to tell you that now. I'm done with Madden. As soon as NCAA come back out, I'm done with Madden. So, shout out to NCAA finally agreeing to pay the players. And speaking of paying the players, won't you get Reggie Bush his Heisman Trophy back? I'm just saying. He took his Heisman Trophy away because he was getting paid under the table. But go ahead and get that man his trophy back. I'm just saying. That's what should happen. But I've been on that later. We'll get into some college football closer to the season, to the start of the season. I'm going to let you know now. I got two teams in college football. I'm Florida State all day and Alabama all day. Everybody else really don't matter to me. Florida State was one of the first teams I grew up watching as a kid. Charlie Ward and all them back in the day. That's been my team. Alabama, since they got Nick Saban and Julio and all them, that's when I started liking Alabama. So Florida State and Alabama for me. Nobody else matter. But in the meantime, man, y'all be safe. Have a good one. I might stream. I was supposed to do Impact tonight, but I'm going to be gone again. I just found out before I started this stream that I have another show that was booked last minute. So I won't be able to do Impact tonight. Um, yeah, you super late. So G-Dog, when I post on YouTube, go ahead and put your comments and stuff on YouTube so you can get... Um, a chance to win at the end of the NFL season because we did early predictions for the um, divisions. So if you pick right, you put it in the comment section and you pick right, I got something for y'all. So you late, but I appreciate you coming through anyway. <laughs> I appreciate you coming, man. But y'all be safe, man. Have a good one. If I don't see you later on today, I will definitely see you tomorrow. Um, probably on both pages, actually. It'll be on this page or the King Dope K page. Either way, we will see each other tomorrow. So y'all have a great one, man. 
and you know talk to you later